0: Theme of today. Uh, first, if you have your scriptures, turn with me to Psalms 34, verse 8. Psalms 34, verse 8, says, "O taste and see, that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in Him." Amen. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you and we praise you once again, Lord, for this time that we have just to dig, dig deep into your Word. And to learn of your goodness today, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for all that is tuning in. We pray, Father, for every uh, ear that is uh, listening today that you'll bless those ears that are listening. Father God, let your word go forth and bear much fruit, Father. We thank you and we praise you, Father. Uh, let it be your word that be spoken through me and let it not be mine. As I surrender all to you, Father, I thank you and I praise you. Jesus name, amen. And it starts getting emotional. I'm gonna try my hardest not to be emotional, but it's it's one of those things, uh, especially knowing where one came from and to encountering God's love and His goodness. I know I'm no undeserving of this love and His goodness. That's why. I, I struggle with these tears, but it's tears of joy and uh, tears of happiness because I know where my life was and where God has brought me through, which I'll share later on. But uh, there's a theme I want to bring to us today: is God is good. Amen? Amen. There is a there is a phrase or statement that uh, we uh, our tongue and uh, assembly, our tongue and congregation. Uh, when one is behind the bullpit or one is leading services, the first thing they say, God is good, and people will answer all the time. They will say, All the time, and they will say, God is good. Amen? Amen. Great. In Arabic, to my Arabic family, I've just learned this today it's Arab Ta'ib, Kul El Waqt. Kul El Waqt, Arab Ta'ib. I hope I said that right. <laughs> um, but it is a statement, but I'm here to tell you today that that statement is true, amen? It's just not a saying, but it's facts that God is good, and all the time he is good. Um, you know, uh, we are moved and willing at times to try things out for the first time by our curiosity, right? Right. Uh, Definition of curiosity is an eager desire to know or to learn. It's just like uh, we think back to the very first time uh, we tried an In-N-Out burger, right? We heard it from someone, and by our curiosity, we were led to go and buy one. Or even, we go back further, our very first maybe a sip of alcohol or a little puff or cigarette. It was a curiosity that led us to wanting to try things for the first time. Um, and it comes, the first question I want to bring for us today is knowing that we have this, this curiousness within ourselves, with our human nature, how curious are you to taste and see that the Lord is good? You know, the things that we, that we uh, see and are curious to try, those things last. The goodness of it, or even the badness of it, only lasts for a moment of time. But the goodness of God lasts for eternal. Amen? God is good. And all the time. Amen. Um, with that first question, how curious are you to taste? And some of you that have been faithful into your walks, um, you know, you guys already taste and know that God is good. Amen? And I commend you to stay faithful in that walk. And there are some of us that, you know, we've come to taste just a little bit of that goodness because there are may- maybe sometimes there are things in the world that are holding us back. And I used to be one of those where I had one foot in the church and one foot in the world because... I didn't want to let. I had the goodness of the world, which I've come to, you know, understand that there was nothing good in it. But at that time, I felt like it was good, and I had one foot in the in the church, where I was like, "All right, God, I'm uh, I'm I'm hold on, and I'm just gonna taste just this goodness. It's gonna it's gonna take me. I know it's gonna take me a long way. But you know, just like the song that was sang before us, I surrender all. Until we surrender all everything we will know the fullness of the goodness of God. Mm -hmm. Amen? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And for those that have just tasted, and I was once one of them as well, just a little portion of that goodness, um, you know, uh, Hebrew 5 talks about, you know, we are just babes that are just holding on to that milk. But, you know, it's time to let go of that milk. Uh, five uh, Hebrews 5, verse 13 and 14. But clean on and start getting to that meat. Amen? Mm-hmm. Turn to your neighbor. If you're sitting in your living room, say, get to the meat. Mm-hmm. Amen? The goodness of God is just not within just the milk itself, but it comes with the meat. Amen? Mm-hmm. Get to the meat. And if you're at home alone with your pet or... Uh, your dog, whatever it is, turn to that and say, meow. (laughs) You would understand. You You know, I I hear this all the time with Pastor Jeremy. He says he has a spirit of uh, sarcasm. Um, I think it's a May May thing. Um, I I like to joke around most of the time myself. So I thank you for that spirit, brother. I think we have that same spirit of (laughs) sarcasm. Right? My wife uh, knows it very well, too. When she's serious and I'm joking around, um, but God is good. Amen? Amen. Um. says uh, in Hebrews 5, 13, 14, For everyone who partakes only of milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. But solid food belongs to those who are full of age, that is, those who reason of... Uh, the use of their senses, exercise to discern both good and evil. Amen. May we grow to learn how to uh, get to the meat and the goodness of God and not just sit on the milk. Imagine if, uh, if our babies grew up to be the age of 10 and they were still drinking milk. You know, they wouldn't be fully uh, equipped or uh, strengthened. You know, we got to get to that milk or to that meat, sorry. Um, I have three points today. I want to take us through the first point: the goodness of God. Point number one: God's goodness is shown by His love. Amen. God's goodness is shown by His love, and we know this passage is one of the golden passages of the Bible. John three sixteen: For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. And who shall ever believe in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. God's love and his goodness came through Christ Jesus himself, that he offered up his life, knowing that we are dead apart from him, that he will lay down his life to give us life. Amen? His goodness is shown by his love, for he gave his only begotten son, and through Christ. We are to receive life, and not just life here, but life abundantly and life eternal. 1 John 4, verse 10, this is real love, not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son as a sacrifice to take away our sins. You know, thinking about God's love, um, when he was on that cross, it, it... It catches me all the time when he was hanging on that cross for him to cry out to the Father, Lord, forgive them, for they do not know what they do. You know, if that was any of us, Lord, destroy all of them. Right? All the things that they put him through, just imagine, if that was you, you know, I don't think we would have the, the, the strength to, to ask the Father to forgive them. I think it would be more like, take me down this cross and destroy everybody here. <laughs> right? Because of his love, you know, Lord, forgive them for they do not know what they do. Um, I was writing, uh, I was working on one of the songs that I'm writing for our album and um, my cousin hits me up and he tells me, hey, um, I want to write a storyline for, uh, for one of these songs. Can you write a verse that you are, like, in the midst of the crowd and, uh, you know, you're telling your story, that like you're, you're there while he's being persecuted, and, uh, you know, can you write a verse on that? I said, yeah, I'll try. And man, did. It take a, It took me a while when I first started writing this verse because pitching myself in the midst of the crowd, I, I kid you not, I was like I had to stop many times because tears were just running down, just pitching myself there it's hard to you know, in the, in the, with the verse that I wrote, it's hard to understand, you know, uh, I wrote it in a way where I don't believe in him, but I'm coming to understand why he did what he did. And man, it, it, it's just, it's just so, um, the, the, the feeling of, you know, um, what's the word, um, here goes my broken English, um. Of um, just being uh, thankful you know that feeling of being thankful that someone would take my place knowing that it was supposed to be me on that cross knowing that you know he had no wrong he didn't do anything wrong in his life was a perfect perfect man you know God in the flesh never sinned But yet, he's getting the penalty of all sins and taking my spot. Like, man, it it just broke me down so much. But, you know, it comes to know that God's goodness is shown by his love. Amen? Point number two, God's goodness will never change. God's goodness will never change. If you have your Bibles, turn to James Uh, chapter 1 verse 17 James chapter 1 verse 17 it says every good gift and perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variation of shadow of turning amen i like to read that again in, in, uh, in the N, N New Living Translation. Whatever it is, good and perfect is a gift coming down to us from God, our Father, who created all the lights in the heavens. He never changes or casts a shifting, shifting shadow. Amen? He never changes. Hebrews 13, verse 8 says that Jesus Christ is the same today same yesterday today and forever amen we serve a living God who never changes God's goodness never changes Um, one of the passage uh, Pastor Jeremy shared on last week with um, trust issues you know when we put our trust in people their attitudes and their things changes on a daily I know mine does right today we can be happy we can be joyful. Tomorrow, we can be mad, angry, and just ready to go on World War III. Like we are shifting, you know, our, our, our emotions are moved easily. But God, the God that we serve, and His goodness does never change. Amen? His word and His promises never change. We look at the story of Abraham, um, when Abraham promised, uh, when God promised Abraham that he would have a son. Abraham, some, in in a, in a slightful sense, with a little bit of doubt, what happened? He went and bore another son, right? Can you imagine if God was like so angry that, like, you know what? Just because he did that. The promise that I I, I gave to you, I'm no longer going to give to you. But what happened? God still kept his promise. Amen? God still kept his promise. Joshua 21, verse 45, it says, Not one word of all the good promises that the Lord had made to the house of Israel had failed. All came to pass. God keeps... His promises. It is never changing. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. That is uh, one thing we can stand on as Christians, as believers. The goodness that comes through His promises, we can stand on that and know that it will come to pass. Amen. For if He did it for the children of Israel, we all know the story of the Israelites. Man, I think they were worse than us, right? But God still kept his promise to them because that's the God that we serve today. Amen? The last point, that once you come to know God's goodness, it is time to pay forward. Amen? It is time to share that love. It's time to share that goodness with others. Why? 2 Peter 3, verse 9. Why do we must pay it forward? 2 Peter verse 3, verse 9. Chapter 3, verse 9. Uh, you don't have to turn there, but it says, The Lord isn't really slow about his promise, as some people think. No, he is being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed, but wants everyone to repent. Just as I uh, brought up our curiosity in the beginning, You know, if someone sees the goodness that God is in your life, it will bring them that curiosity to try God out for the very first time. So why we must pay it forward, because there are many souls out there that probably has been ignoring the goodness of God. But with our boldness and to stand firm in God's word to share his goodness, it will be life-changing for them. Because God's heart is that no one perishes, but that everybody come to repentance and receive him as life. I want to end this message today with just a testimony of my life story, how God has been so good to me. Um, from, uh, from the day I was born, I was told by my mom that... Um, I was dead when I came out of my mom's womb. I was stuck in the rib ribcage. When they took me out, my forehead was like a football because of uh, me being stuck in a the cage. They put me in the machine and um, my mom laid there. While she was still open, because they had a C-section, she, she cried out to the Lord, say, God, if this boy would be any use to your kingdom. Let him live. God gave me life that day, and growing up, I was uh, like the black sheep of the family, and my family knows this. I started uh, going astray at the age of 11, where I started drinking, started smoking, I disappear from home, and this is back in the islands, back in Tonga. I started disappearing from home for weeks. I'd come back home and my family, like, oh, you're still alive? Yeah, why? You, you thought I was dead or something? No, that was, that was my lifestyle. At the age of 11, I uh, you know, grew up in the island, had grown up, i gained that mentality of, uh, of being an island boy, where you had to stand up for yourself. Wherever you went, you know, you had to always be on guard. And I brought that back here to the United States in 98, and I've been here ever since. But coming out here in the United States, going to high school, I attended Ignacio Valley High. You know, um, I came with that mentality, like, uh, I remember my cousin first told me this. He said, hey, if you want to earn respect out here, you must beat up everybody or knock everybody out that you come across. And my mentality was, that's it? Yeah, that's it. Okay, so I took that mentality and I ran with it. I ended up in jail, got locked up. And for the very first time ever, mind you, I've grown up in church my whole life. but um, never took church serious, never had a real encounterment with God. My mom and my dad was the first pastors out here in Concord that started our tongue and assembly, and my dad left. But my mom, I thank God for my mom, because she knew the goodness of the Lord as she stayed faithful in her walk, all the way to her dying breath. But I remember, you know, just going up in high school and the time that I was locked up, um, just the mentality that I had, I was just like, I, I wanted to be that, that person who was felt invisible wherever I went. People feared me, you know. I, I had that mentality, like, what are you looking at? I'm going to fix your eye. Like, I had, like, it was just so much, I guess you say, evilness. You know, Paul said, you know, I'm the worst of the worst, or worse, uh, but until I came, I feel like, That was my mentality, like, I'm going to be the worst of the worst. Um, My uncles would always say, if you're going to do something, do it to the fullest. And that's what I did. I took the bad and did it to the fullest. And God started, you know, holding on to, and knowing that God kept his promise. Because there were times in my life where I was like, God, did you... Give me life the day I was born just so I can perish in this, in this sinful life. I questioned God so many times, being out on the streets. I remember one time I got into drug dealing, and the deal went bad. They took me to go shoot me in uh, San Mateo. And on the way on there, I said a little prayer. I said, God... I know you didn't give me life the day I was born, for me to die right here tonight. I pray, Father, that you'll make a way for me. And after I said that prayer, I felt this calmness in my, in, in, within my spirit that I opened the door, hopped out the car, and the car kept rolling. I've never seen them guys ever again, but if you are watching, I love you. God loves you more. But God's faithfulness to his promise to my mom. Many of the family probably, I've never mounted up to nothing, and I don't. But I know the goodness of God. It's everything that I hold on to. Being the worst of the worst, I know there's nothing that I have done to be where I'm at here today. It's all of the goodness of the Father and his love, and his grace, and his mercy. And if you're listening today, wondering, where else can I go? What else can I do? Seek God, and his goodness lasts forever. God's goodness, his faithfulness to his word, where he says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. I'll always be by your side. That is things as something a promise that we can hold on to. I'd like to end this with a scripture in Psalms. Chapter 23, verse 6. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And just to end my testimony, it's just been about two or three years now that God has changed me from inside out. He has given me a heart to serve him wholeheartedly. I have surrendered everything unto the Father because I know his goodness. I've tasted and seen God's goodness. Blessed is the man who trusts in him. And this is the blessing that God has given me today. My cup overfills. Every time I go home from work, I see my blessings. I don't have much. I have my four kids and my wife at home the family that I'm surrounded with CBC I have a I lead this group well I don't like to call myself a leader but I lead this group called the Iron Man Tribe there's 50 of us and God has blessed me with brothers that keeps me grounded on a daily basis where we share God's goodness we share his word and I'm thankful for God's goodness that he has done in my life today and I'm here to tell you that if he's good to a wretched man like me, he can be good to you as well. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you and we praise you, Father, for your goodness through your word, Father. We pray for those that are listening, that have come to taste and see and to know that you are good, Father. I pray that you'll uh, create within them, Father, the heart to seek you out and to taste your goodness, Father God, just as you have done for myself and many in your word, Father. Let your goodness shine out. Let your goodness shine out through our lives as well to be a light to the world. We thank you and we praise you. May you receive back the honor and the glory in everything that we have done here. In Jesus' wonderful name we pray. Amen.